Hey, you. Yeah, you. You ever been to camp? Look at you. Of course you haven't. You're a wrestling fan. But Killian McMurphy and Big Dust are here to let you in on a little secret. You can go to Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. You looking for wrestling that's fun? Wrestling that's different? Wrestling that everyone's gonna love? Or are you just looking for Killian McMurphy to beat the snot out of some geek? That's Camp Leapfrog on IWTV. Tune in now, nerds. What is going on, Nerds of Wrestling, and welcome to today's episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I am your host, Justin Del Rio, and my guest at this very time is the personification of gold, Jay Haru. Jay, what is going on? How are you? What's up, man? Uh, Jay Haru here in the flesh. You know, he's not stopping faces tonight. He's, uh, well, today, because <laughs> it's light. He's uh, talking. He's... Uh, Interacting, so y'all get to know Jay Haru a little bit more. Yeah, dude. Uh, Jay, I want to say thank you so much for uh, coming on the show today and being able to do this, man. Thank you for having me, man. Uh, it's always a pleasure to, you know, show myself in the flesh or hear myself in the flesh. So Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> so a lot of people may not know who Jay Haru is, but explain to the nerds, who Jay Haru is, and how did Jay Haru become Jay Haru? Well, Jay Haru, he's a very, uh, let's say, handsome, because, you know, I dress fly. You know, I got to look good out there. A very handsome, intellectual, you know, wealthy man. If I could describe myself in three words, healthy, intellectual, and wealthy. I feel like that is a perfect character for wrestling. Uh, watching growing up, were you a big fan of wrestlers who had that character that you just uh, explained? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Back then, yes, when I used to not admire myself. Uh, <laughs> I used to really, <laughs> I used to really be a really big fan of The Rock, uh, Triple H, Ric Flair, Randy Orton. But you know, now it's time to surpass those guys because I'm doing what they're doing, and you know. <laughs> You named Randy Orton, you named The Rock, you named uh, someone else. Uh, what really gravitated, you know, what made them gravitate to you? What what really just caught their interest, your interest? It was their uh, swagger, the swagger, the, the way they presented themselves, you know. They had that, like, macho presence, you know, that a man needs out here in the world, you know. I just, I really loved how The Rock dressed and, like, he motivated me to buy, like, all these daishikis that you see me bring to the ring, you know. I love how Randy Orton, his character, he was just, you know, I'm going to do it, and there's really nothing you can say about it. I really love that. <laughs> and he was doing the Legend Killer stuff. Right. So now that I'm doing what they're doing, I combine that all together and stop admiring them, and now you see Jeharu. I love it, dude. Uh, when did you first start watching wrestling? What was your first experience, like, as a wrestling fan? Um, My parents always told me I was a baby I think uh, 
I was a couple of months old in 1997. I think Michaels was champion, and uh, my dad was flipping through channels. And uh, he tried to flip from wrestling because I was hooked. I think he stopped to do something that I was so hooked that he tried to turn, and I threw a temper tantrum. And <laughs> ever since then, the rest is history. <laughs> Dude, I, you know, so your family wasn't really into wrestling. Were, are you like, were you the only one who liked it, enjoyed it? They, they they were into wrestling, but like you know, people fade away from it. Me, I just stayed with it because when you like, I would buy all the DVDs, like the Rocks DVDs, Austin's, Triple H, all the Attitude Era DVDs, and I had all the action figures. So when you you consume yourself without you consume your time with that for such a long time, you just like I want to be a wrestler. Like you forget about being a firefighter, a cop, or basketball player. You want to be a wrestler, so I consume my time with wrestling with the DVDs. So that made me. Want to do it? <laughs> and now they don't have. Well, they still have DVDs. Uh, now we have Peacock and the WWE Network. If you don't live in America, uh, I'm assuming you have Peacock. I'm assuming you watch all the old wrestling. Uh, is there any matches before you started watching wrestling? Uh, what other matches, you know, in the '80s, like you kind of gravitated gravitated towards? Oh, I love to study the uh, Iron Sheik versus Sergeant Slaughter. That feud. <sighs> God. Excellent. Fantastic. Bah, made me do my <laughs> signature pose. That's how good it is. It's just money. The, them and uh, Ric Flair and Dusty Rose, those are the top two feuds for me. Yeah, dude. Like, some of the feuds back, in, especially, like, in the Attitude Era, uh, just don't really... Don't really, you know, compare to what what we see now. Uh, you know, there's so much wrestling. You know, AEW, ROH, MLW. I could go on and on. Obviously, WWE. Uh, do you really still uh, kind of continue watching wrestling? Do you stick with it? Do you keep up with it? Yeah, I try to keep up with it. You know, I try to envision myself in it. You know, because I know I can get in there. I'm TV ready. You see my presence <laughs> out there right. when I'm out there. You know, uh, I, I I catch up with it. You know. I mean, they're doing what they're doing, but if Jay Haru was in there, they could really doing they could really be doing what they're doing if you catch my drift. <laughs> no, absolutely, dude. And again, it's so much to keep up with to the point where it's kind of overwhelming. You're like, okay. Like, I gotta yeah. kinda die like just you you need to take like a whole week off from work just to catch up on all the wrestling or like even Google all these wrestlers, like who is this? Who's that? Like where they come from? Like there's so much like Back in 2006, you know, back in 2007, you didn't really know what the independents were. And now, wow. obviously, independent wrestling is really taking over the wrestling world, uh, and uh, which is what I love. I've been a big, massive mark for independent wrestling for years, and I'm really glad these wrestlers are starting to get the resignation they deserve. And it's awesome. Uh, let's talk about you, man. Uh when you first started training, what was it like? What 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 made you, you know, be like, okay, this is what I want to do? Well, I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew, like, I'm not one of those people that, like, just set a goal if, like, I'm three months in. Let's see how I feel three months in. They're like, no, I knew I wanted to do this. I'm a showman. You know, people have to see me, you know. Check out the logo, by the way. There you go. Look at that. Love it. <laughs> but, Yeah. Um, my, my first experience in the ring, uh, I remember taking a bump, did some promos, uh, you know, it felt good to finally like step in the wrestling world. Cause I always dreamed about it for years. So to finally be in it and like, you know, do what 
at the time my role models were doing or did, you know, it felt really good. So I knew right away I wanted to do it. There was no time limit on my stuff. Like, I'm in it to the death. A lot of wrestlers going into training don't really, they always say the story like, oh, you know, I want to be a wrestler, but I didn't know what I had to do or, you know, what what steps I had to take. Uh, what were the steps that you had to take, you know, to find the school, to, you know, to 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 find the perfect school for you? Because the school, schools are most important in wrestling, I feel. Yeah. Um, me, I didn't care. I just went head first. Like, I'm one of those people, like, I'm just going to fail until I learn, you know. Right. So I went head first. I didn't care if it was the worst school. I just wanted to be in the ring. I just wanted to show who I was. So um, the steps that I took, you know, thankfully we had social media, social media, you know, all this technology stuff. So I just searched any local areas I could find in New Jersey. And uh, from there, went from point A to point B and... uh you know, now Jay Haru's hair and flesh. <laughs> there you go. And going through the training, uh, you know, what was, again, you must have felt like a kid in the candy store stepping through the ring for the first time. Uh, what were you expecting stepping in that ring? Was it, were you expecting or was it like, oh, shit, like, this is not what I was expecting at all? Um, it, It's neither. Like, everything just happens. Like, and that's kind of my life. Everything just happens, you know. I just have to like always be ready. You know that saying, always be ready instead of getting ready. So, right. like, you know, stepping in the ring, you never know what's going to happen. You know, well, I'm going to go on that route. It's like unexpected. You know, and I expected it to be unpredictable because you can't predict your own future. So, you know, like I said, when I stepped in the ring, you know, I expect, I, you know, I didn't expect to get hurt, but, you know, I expect the unexpected pretty much to sum it up. Yeah, dude, like, I think that's the best thing to do is uh, go, I mean, don't go in expecting, to, like, too much because you never know what's going to happen. Uh, you know, did you have your family, like, was your family supportive of you when you said, hey, I want to be a wrestler, or were they like, okay? It was a bit of both. They, they wanted me to, like... <laughs> continue because i did track in high school they wanted me okay. to continue with track they wanted me to continue with that or like do other sports you know because i got scholarships for track but i'm like no i want oh, to shit. show my person yeah i want to show my personality yeah you know jay was good other stuff too you know i'm not just gonna <laughs> talk on the mic or stopping faces yes i actually have other talents you know but uh <clears throat> it was a bit of both but you always gotta bet on yourself and i rolled the dice on me and uh i just went Regardless if I failed or not, even if I did fail, I was still going to go, you know, because I'm pretty sure there's, like, some successful wrestler out there that we didn't know their failures, and they still went because right. they believed in it. So, you know, so I always rolled the dice on me. I'm a gambler. Yeah. I, I always gambled on myself. That's that's what you got to do, man. You got to gamble on yourself. Uh, you said you did track. Uh, what was that like? Were you always uh, into track, or did you do it um, your entire life? No, I only did it in high school. Uh, it was just something to keep me, like, out of trouble. Uh, and plus, like, I still wanted to wrestle, but, you know, obviously you can't wrestle at the age of 14, 15. So, you know, uh, there, yeah, I, I couldn't find any wrestler, and you can't really wrestle at that age anyway. So it was just something for me to do, and I was really good at it. So uh, it was pretty fun. I won a pen relays one year uh, back in 2013. Uh I was I was second in the county, seventh in the section. 
Yeah, so I had a pretty successful track career, but I always knew Jesus. I wanted to wrestle because I was a showman and, you know. <laughs> right. Nah, hell yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy to think, like, because I thought, I, I thought you just always wrestled. I didn't know you did track. So, see, look, I learned something new every day. It's kind of crazy. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> uh, you know, going through the training and everything, uh, obviously wrestlers – uh, never stop training. Training is always a consistent thing you guys do because you always want to work on your craft and there's always new things to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm, not a, I'm not a wrestler. I will never be a wrestler. Uh, but I know like that it takes a lot to get in that ring and do what you guys do. And I give you the utmost respect for it. Uh, you know, again, training. Uh, when you when was like the right time you felt, okay, I'm ready. And I'm ready to get booked, or your trainers felt that you were ready. So, I'm one of those kids that like wants to bite more than he can chew. So, <laughs> I I thought I was ready my first day in. <laughs> your first day in. Yeah. Wow. I, I I like to like head dive into the pool when it says don't head dive into the pool. I'm one of those right. people. You know, I just want to get in, learn, and just keep going and going and going. I never like stop to say, okay, I'm ready. Like. I always thought I was ready, always, even when I wasn't. Damn. So, like, but how long did it take you? Uh, you know, when what was your first booking? What uh, at what promotion, if you remember? I uh, well, I remember the exact day in the promotion. Uh, I started training June 2017. Then I IWF and Nutley, and they closed the first month. Then I went to Russell Pro in July 2017, and then I think eight nine months later in March 9th 2018, mark that down. Jeharu's first match, March 9th, 2018, in Union, New Jersey. That was my first match. Uh, when I had my first match, I was like, finally, you know, it's like I don't mean I don't mean to twist like the analogy about use. Uh it's like getting your first kiss. It's like finally, like it's <laughs> happening. It's right. happening. I get to finally learn and get my feet wet. Like, you know, let's do this. I'm here. Right. You know. Took some bumps and bruises on the way there. Even like after having my first match, took some uh, bumps and bruises. But you know, we all live and learn. We all get better. Now, was it was it a singles match? Was it a battle royal tag match? No. Well, I had a battle royal in uh, IWF. You know, but like the one that wrestled for my first match there, uh, it was a six man tag. It was uh, okay. Me. I don't know if you're familiar with Vargas uh, and uh, some other dude that left wrestling. First is uh, CPA, CPA, uh, Kip Stevens and uh, Hash. If you follow Russell Pro, those guys. Yeah, I, I know, I know Kip, I know Kip Stevens. I've heard of uh, uh, uh was a CPA. I heard of them. I know they wrestle up in Connecticut a lot too. Yeah, well, they, they did they when were, they were attacking. Yeah, I think they were a Breakfast Club or something. I forgot they were Breakfast something. I forgot it was yeah. so long ago. It's it's so much wrestling to keep up with, like especially the indies too. Like if you go to all these shows, like you're constantly learning new people, and you're like, oh yeah, he wrestled for, yeah that that that's a promotion, sure, sure, whatever. Yeah, and that's why I always keep up with me, you know. And like going forward, I think everyone would keep up with Jay Haru because you know I have so much to offer. <laughs> right, and to wrestle in Jersey for the very first time must have been pretty cool because. Not only in is wrestling big in Jersey, it's big all in the Northeast, like, you know, Connecticut, where I see you a lot, uh, Northeast wrestling, we'll talk about that soon, you know, uh, you know, just, but to wrestle in Jersey, uh, what was that like? I know, like, going in, you must have knew, like, Jersey was a, was a pretty big, um, wrestle, wrestle state, wrestling state. 
I, I, I just, you know, saw I was finally getting my first match, so I was excited about that. I never looked at it as, you know, wrestling in Jersey. You okay. know, I know it's kind of boring to right. say, but like, right. you know, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, yeah, I just saw it as an in the ring. Uh, but to wrestle in Jersey, you know, since I grew up here, you know, that's a special place in my heart. So I did like. I did love that my first match was in Jersey. I did love that. You know, I was appreciative of that. Absolutely. And you've been wrestling. You've been training for, like, well over, you know, three and a half years, four years, if I'm not mistaken. Four. Like, four and a half years. Four and a half years. Uh, You know, you're, you're wrestling in all these promotions. And then, unfortunately, as we all know, last year, the pandemic hit. Everything got shut down. COVID, which fucking sucked. For a lot of people, and also a lot of people as myself, took advantage of the time to really, you know, work on everything, work on my podcast, work on Nerds of Wrestling. Uh, but this isn't about me. This is about you. Uh, how were you <laughs> able to? How were you able to really keep a positive mindset during that time and work on your craft? When COVID happened, uh, it did slow me down because you know y'all would have heard about me a lot sooner, but COVID happened, so. Um, how I stayed positive, I just, you know, invested my money into buying more dashikis, more fresh stuff, you know, talking in mirror more, you know, just like, how can I look good more out there? How can I like stomp somebody's face out there? That's all I did, you know, just like think of plots and schemes on how to like get the upper hand of somebody in a match, you know, that's really all I did, you know, and, you know, of course, expand my uh, wardrobe. That's that's pretty much all I did to stay positive. <laughs> I mean, that's the best thing to do. And when when finally COVID was over, when things were looking, you know, finally dying down a little bit. Uh, do you remember what promotions you were able to get, you know, booked at? Do you remember like where, where you were able to wrestle? You talking about before or after? Uh, after COVID. Like everything's done, everything's kind of slowly but surely dying down. I was still wrestling at WrestlePro. Um, for wrestling magic, I got into new like in February this year. Of um, let's see, X, excuse me, um, XWA. I was there for a bit. Uh, let's see, uh, um, chaotic. I'm about to get in there. Well, we keep that one low because you know, <laughs> I didn't just say that, <laughs> yeah. But there's a lot more bigger promotions I'm still getting in contact with that y'all hear about soon. And again, there's so much wrestling all over the place. Northeast Wrestling is one of them. Northeast Wrestling, obviously, a major big promotion. Again, that's where I seen you at. That's where I was like, okay, let, let, let me look more into this guy, Jay Huru. I love your character, bro. You're doing great in Northeast Wrestling. Uh, were you always a fan of Northeast Wrestling? I mean, I know that's kind of like a cliche question to ask. Uh, you know, it's, but it's, you know, it's kind. Of, I want to know, like, you know, what was your feeling getting booked into Northeast Wrestling? I felt like finally somebody with such a, uh, a stature, somebody of my stature in a big stage. I'm like, yeah, this is where, excuse my French, this is where I fucking belong. Like, I'm finally here. Let's fucking do this business. You know. Excuse my French again, you know. Oh, uh, Northeast, it's such a, it's such a big deal, you know. Even before I got to wrestling, I remember, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Cody, Karengu, and the Hardys, they were there. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, wow, this promotion looks like a signed company. 
you know, and then the final day with Indy, I was like mind blown. Like, oh God, they were never a televised signed company. Wow, this is Indies, amazing. So when they got my stature, finally stepped foot in the doors. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this, Northeast. Were you were you able to wrestle in um, Studio Wars? If I'm not mistaken, that's what it was called. Back yes. when they were doing all those shows. Uh, at, I know they were doing them at the uh, XWA building in Massachusetts. If I'm not mistaken, mm. Rhode Island. Um, yes. Right. Um, yeah, that's why I made my debut at uh, in uh, February uh, this year. February this year, I made my, my debut at uh, NEW Studio Wars. Yeah, I think I wrestled the. Say? No, no, you you go. Sorry. I think I I think I wrestled uh Ligursky, and then I think I wrestled uh MCM, you know, the nerd caller, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Of course, I, of course I stomped him out, you know, smacked him up a little bit, you know. <laughs> I feel like a lot of Northeast wrestling fans were very happy when they announced like, hey, we're coming out with studio wars, you know, we're gonna bring all these guys in, they're gonna do their thing. And because I know why. Uh, a few other promotions were were doing it, such as you know, Limitless was doing their their dojo, uh, the Dojo Wars, if I'm not mistaken, that's what it's called, and or the road and everything. It's just it felt like finally, like we, we get to see all this wrestling again, and now we're able to go back to the shows, we're able to you know, really you know, just sit down and finally watch some wrestling, which is incredible just to know. Uh, there's so much again, there's so much wrestling in New England, so much wrestling all over the world. Where does where do you see yourself wrestle? Where would you like to go? Got my stature? I see myself at the biggest promotions, you know. I can hey, you never know. Like probably tomorrow if Limitless has a show, you'll see me there. You know, beyond you'll probably see me there. You'll probably see me on an AEW Dark, uh, Ring of Honor, Impact, WWE, you name it, you know. You never know. You never know what Jay Huru could end up because you know, probably after this call, I'll be making a move somewhere. You know, I'm a, I'm a businessman, all right? Right. I got to promote I, my, I gotta promote the band. <laughs> of course, you got to promote everything. I feel like Jay Haru will fit anywhere perfectly. Uh, but other than wrestling, man, uh, what does Jay Haru like to do on his downtime? Netflix, Hulu, there's obviously, there's so much uh, streaming services out there. What What is your binge-worthy show? Uh, I, I love Power. You know Power, 50 Cent Power? I, I know the show. I just don't watch it. Okay. Well, yeah, that it's like pretty much just like a kingpin kind of show. I love that. I love anything kingpin style. You know, whoever like makes money, talks about money. I love that because, you know, I'm a money maker myself. I invest in stocks. So I do that and, uh, you know, try to see like what can I do more to expand my brand, expand my wealth, expand, expand my uh knowledge yourself so yeah that's what i love to do in my downtime i love to watch power snowfall um a lot of kingpin stuff i love to watch scarface scar I, like if i could like imitate that lifestyle without the like you know gruesome stuff that happened in the right. movie i'd be okay <laughs> <laughs> well i pretty much i'm em i'm emulating it now but like you know, without the gruesome stuff, <laughs> right? There's there's so much shows to watch. Uh, did you get hooked on any new shows during COVID? Uh, like for me, for example, I got hooked on what was it called? Uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, obviously I'm a huge Office fan, but I I, I binge like Parks and Rec. I think in like two weeks, and I was like, oh my god, I have a problem. This is not okay. 
I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard about that. I hadn't watched that. I have, you know, this is pretty much out of character for me to say, but um, I have binge watched you. Not you, yes. but like, you know, the show you Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, my. Off the record, off the record. Did you watch season three? I've seen all three. Dude, oh my god, it was so good. I'm so, holy shit, nah, dude, excellent show, excellent. I just finished it, dude. It was fantastic. I never saw me watching a show like that, like watching it. I'm like, what is going on right now? There's like right. no kingpins in this, but like it's so interesting. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go go further with this, and then uh, next thing you know, like you said. I had a problem. I got hooked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it was a fantastic show. Excellent yeah. show, man. I- I'm hoping for a season four, but no, I'm not going to say any spoilers to anybody with the way it ended. Uh, <laughs> do you see a season four in the future? Oh, yes. They had me at the palm of my hands on season three, so definitely, it's, you can't just, like, end it at season three. You can't. You just can't. Like, there, there has to be more. And, like, well, I'm not going to spoil it. Maybe. Well, let's just say he's in another uh, um, country. He's in another. Yeah, country. he's in fucking. Con- he's in. Uh, I'm just. Asking, he's in Paris. Motherfuckers in Paris. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What's so you, there's what, definitely what a season on? four. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I, like like you said, season three had me at the palm of my hands when that shit happened. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on in this show, dude? Had me all, all <laughs> fucked up. I Cobra Kai. How about Cobra Kai? Are you a fan of Cobra Kai? No, I hadn't watched that. I had I heard about that. The shows um Parker Rec and Cobra Kai I hadn't like caught up with yet. There's so much time to catch up on all the shows, man. Uh you know, going back to wrestling, I just want to ask you, in your opinion, what is the best WrestleMania of all time? Seventeen. No yes. hesitation. Yes, I, I was gonna say you gotta say seventeen, man. Seventeen is fantastic. Yeah. TLC match, Hardy's Christian Edge, and uh no, the Dudley Boys, uh, his yeah, the, greatest, greatest match right there. Yeah, the TLC match that, like, defined that era for tag teams. And then you had Undertaker and, and uh, Triple H. You had the big bands all finally clashed together. Uh, the um, matches, the other matches were lit, you know. And then finally, the main event, Rock versus Austin, that really, like, brought the era together. You know, that happened. So, to all for all that, to fit in a one show that... That was amazing. Do you see WWE putting on a, a WrestleMania like that at all? Or do you think, like, there's no way no WrestleMania could touch that? I do see myself at a WrestleMania. <laughs> there you <laughs> but, go. Uh, <laughs> um, it's possible. You know, they're doing good. They're doing good for their product. You know, they could add a little, you know, seasoning with uh, Jay Haru. But uh, <laughs> they're, uh, they're doing pretty good. I can, I can see it happen again. Like, you know, was Roman Reigns or uh, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, you know, something with those three. Um, I could see, like, them doing something like that at a WrestleMania because, you know, they're pretty much, uh, but not bigger than me, at the, mo- <laughs> at the moment, you know, they're pretty much, like, at the top of the food chain in that company. So I could see, like, Vince, like, using those three to, like, really sell some tickets or uh, push the peacock pre-sells, whatever, how, whatever you call that, for uh, right. WrestleMania. Uh, where are we at now? Thirty-eight. Yeah, thirty-eight. Thirty. Yeah, thirty-eight. Thirty-seven was just happy. Yeah, thir- oh, uh, thirty-eight already. Huh? Is that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I just remember watching twenty-three when I was twelve, and now we're already at thirty-eight. 
Oh, gosh, yeah, 23. That was another good one, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that was my first WrestleMania I've ever watched, like, on live pay-per-view. I wasn't there. Unfortunately, I wasn't oh. there in Detroit. But I was there at home with my friends watching it, and a lot of people my age were like, yeah, no, that's the first WrestleMania I've ever, like, ordered on pay-per-view. I'm like, shit, so I'm not the only one. Okay. No. <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Uh, and yeah, anyway, man. Uh, Jay, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show today, bro. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I hope to have you on again in the near future. And I'll definitely oh, see yes. you at... Um, Definitely see you at some Northeast Wrestling shows or maybe yes. not Northeast Wrestling. Maybe I'll see you on TV at some point. You never know where Jay Haru's going to end up at. You just got to stay tuned for Jay Haru. Yeah, stay tuned for Jay Haru. But until then, man, drop those plugs. Where can the nerds find you? Hopefully yes. I got your plugs right. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. I'll just DM you again, you know, what it is. But, like, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, the 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 uh his plugs are on the thumbnail. Uh, is was it J Haru underscore nine six one seven? Right? Not yes, J underscore. Correct. It is J Haru underscore nine six one seven. I will drop those links in the description below. Uh, yeah. Until then, man. Uh, thank you again for coming on the show. And thank this you. has been an yeah, of course. This has been an episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.